What is up, everybody? Welcome to NFTs in the Arena. You're with your host, Mike and John. John, what's up today? How are you doing? What's up? What's up? I'm brilliant, eh? How's everybody? <laughs> good, good, good. Everybody, before we get into it, the usual, please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are growing week on week. The content is getting more relevant, more interesting, and actually more, more humorous, I would say, as John and I find our, <laughs> our feet in the this new world but uh, john before not actually before actually what i wanted to get into straight away is and i think a lot of people that would be watching this or that are interested in nfts and that particularly know who gary vaynerchuk is gary v a successful entrepreneur mindful leader um just an all-round renaissance man I, I i would i would say is the best way to describe him but he uh, is very involved in this Web3 world and very involved in, I suppose, before NFTs, the actual collectible cards, the actual baseball cards, the sport cards, and so on. And obviously, now that it's become a non-fungible token that is seen as an NFT, and those digital collectibles now have a lot more utility behind them than the original collector's cards. And he's just been very much in that space. And I think... He had been talking about NFTs for a long time before. So by virtue of having filmed videos on YouTube and on his podcast a few years ago, talking about NFTs, obviously now people look back and say, well, this guy's been following this thing for three years or four years. He must know a lot about it, so we should follow him. And why I bring that up is because, and we can dive deeper into this, is that Gary Vee created his own V friends NFTs and it's an NFT collection, a community more so than NFTs that I, I would imagine will have a great future. But as of now, their their launch, which was supposed to be a few days ago, evidently failed in the terms of launching, and there's various reasons as to why it didn't actually succeed. But one of the things he says in an interview is that he himself takes the blame, and he himself feels like he didn't tie enough of the knots before going live with the actual entity that was going to be um, partnering with him to do this entity launch. So there's various things I want to dissect there. But the first thing I want to actually talk about, John, is that NFT has been a new thing. Everyone thinks that they know what they're talking about because there's not enough evidence out there to actually prove this person wrong. Mm -hmm. So what I would say to you or what I would ask you is that Gary V four or five years ago is talking about NFTs. He's seen the value in it. A lot of people have extracted the value of it. But now he goes out with his own collection and it fails. But I do think it will become successful. But what do you think that is the perception is giving off to people that are involved in this community and in the outside world, whether you care or not? Mm. Mm. Well, look, um, I, he may have created a little bit of a discomfort with people that aren't a, a loyal uh, advocate of, of Gary Vee. Uh, so there might be thousands that are quite um, <laughs> pissed off by this, but uh, I do believe this is a space that's, that's still unraveling. There's still a lot of discovery to be made. Um, it's predicated on, 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 on engineering, software engineering. So there's, there are gonna be humps and even even with with um, as as should I say competent as Gary may be, he is going to find himself in a very vulnerable position in in the space. 
and it's going to take time to 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 build up and it's going to take a lot of trials and tribulations to to over overcome and he's going to want that uh from his community well he's not going to want it but or should i say not expect it but um this kind of uh taking on taking ownership of this 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 mistake or it might not even be a mistake uh, is what's going to prove to the community that he's a loyal leader and this is what's going to sustain them and keep them on board for future endeavors so uh, that's that's how i see it it's interesting that you're saying that because he is opening himself up to criticism which he, he yes. has no person to a damn about for sure of all people definitely not but i think it may deter potential investors which i don't think he he's just got this thing about him that people believe in and they trust him because a lot of things he has envisioned or a lot of things that he believes would come to the fore have but a lot of things that he, he has potential in the past is probably not but my saying my point is that he has quite a good track record behind him particularly when it comes to technology people behavior, human behavior, more so trends and value beyond what people um, see by face value, I would say. So I was reading an article the other day. It was by this author. Her name was Chantal Glendale or something like that. She, she, she's the author of these books like Travel for Your Life, What Your Clients Really Want and all this crap, right? And she was like kind of criticizing him, not really for this NFT thing, but more so about how obviously he's become incredibly pop popular on social media and this is how people find out about him he has authored his own books and a lot of his what's the word i would use the way he goes about himself and the way he goes about business and the way he goes about work and people it's very controversial in some people's eyes but he has a lot more support than he has enemies i would imagine because he says things how they are and i think uh, there's no one more respectful respected in this whole web three space than him because of what he's done what he's saying what he believes and more so the, the the community that he has created for himself he's always willing to teach always willing to give back to people help learn from them so naturally you're going to get critics and skeptics so in this article from the Celtic, she was saying that when she was well, basically take, taking a step back, Jono, is that he's always of the opinion that you need to work hard in your 20s, grind in your, your 30s so you can live this life of freedom. Mm -hmm. And she's particularly saying that when she, when she was 27, she was on the verge of burnout and breakdown and chronic stress, working 70 hours a week. But what she doesn't realize here, dude, and, I, and if you think about it, is that she was working for the man. She was working for a corporate. Mm. And now she's talking about, about Gary Vee, comparing that people should work the same amount of hours, but she said they shouldn't because of these things. Yes, the health issues is something that you would have to consider. But if yeah. you're passionate about something and following a project which he says you must do, mm -hmm. I don't think that, that criticism actually sits with him in that with this with, with mm -hmm. this particular topic. What do you what, like? What do you think about that? <laughs> we all know how 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 profound media plays. Uh, in uh, this role of marketing and he's a marketing dude so to to tackle mm -hmm. skepticism and this kind of thing makes sense because there are going to be left wings and right wings out there always and um if he to be honest he doesn't really give a shit he doesn't even really care about the the hater but um the person he's trying to get on board 
to 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 further enrich them in the future through his his, his uh, communal program, Be Friends, he's going to want to 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 back that up. He's going to want to put something on the table that gives people the on the on the ground some support because leadership's twofold, dude. Yes, there's virtuous acts that have to uh, always prevail. But then there's also this element of defense um, that, that, that comes from that masculinity nature that, that, um, that need to, to, to stand your ground. And I do believe that's what he's doing right now. And, and I respect him for that. I think with him, obviously, I think we naturally biased towards, maybe not him, but for the things that he stands for when it comes to very hot topics, right? Whether it's NFTs, whether one thing I admire about him and from what I've heard, how he talks about his staff, about the people that work for him, how people know him to be a leader because he's the CEO of VaynerMedia is that even obviously creating friends, yes, people would argue it's to his own benefit and the very narrow-minded people would like tend to lean towards that side. But the people that, particularly the people that are, are understanding of the potential of a DAO or even a, something as simple as a Discord community, where you're bringing together people that have common interests, sharing ideas, trying to build something that is meaningful. And a lot of people would argue what is meaningful. But that, that's a conversation for a different day. But what I, I really enjoyed just watching from that, 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 that news, um, interview that he had done it was on one of his news channels dude like the cnn or whatever it was something of that nature so obviously they naturally skeptical these mm -hmm. news networks are always going to try to prove a point to potentially the older generation or the skeptics and you know mm -hmm. what i mean the media manipulates so many things and i mean there's yes. millions and millions of cases of how this is proved to be correct mm -hmm. my point is like they were naturally like when they were, they were immediately on it about how the launch effectively failed, as opposed yeah. to actually trying to identify initially what he's actually trying to achieve potentially. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch the full thing, so I might, I might be wrong in saying that they, they didn't actually give him reaping praise, which I would imagine they did. But mm -hmm. on this particular topic of failure, right, naturally trying to kick someone off their down, instead of him like blaming the organization which they parted with or other external things, he's mm -hmm. like, no, I made the mistake. I, I I should have done this. It reminded me of that Simon Sinek video of a leader just taking accountability, making sure that whoever's watching knows that he has their back. And yeah. it reminds me of that Simon Sinek video when COVID had just happened, that famous Zoom call that he had with his team, and how they were saying you have to recreate your role within the organization. I mean, yeah, yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. opposed to like the organization in which I worked in, where the manager that I had at the time was almost of the opinion that. No, you're lucky we, we kept a lot of the staff here, whatever it was. Such poor leadership, such good leadership, right? Mm -hmm. it, it just shows me like he, he has something that he has envisioned for this Web3 that is incredibly appealing to me. And yeah. I really actually am excited to see where he takes us because I believe a lot of the things he touches turns to success and yes you can argue that he has it at failures mm. but i think it's so exciting that someone is willing to put their name on the line for something that is so newfangled it's yeah, very yeah, impressive yeah. no look i i <laughs> that, it, it is impressive um but it just shows you how much he believes in 
in uh, this space and perhaps even has some hidden information around the, the, the manifestation of Bitcoin itself. Because, you know, if you look at it deeply, it starts to represent a, a, a new form of energy, but in a way that's, that's perpetuated through digital streaming. So what's, what's interesting is like, uh, perhaps it's been a nuance that has been developed and people like Gary Vee are, are, are members of society that's gonna lead these communities of the future. And there's many of them. Um, but if you really look at it deeply, a lot of people in crypto in general, are, 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 whether they, they're playing the joker or if they're being authentic, they are virtuous because of the nature that anyone can sell the asset anonymously. Everyone's anonymous. So if you look at um, Ray Dalio in, in, in his hedge fund company, uh, Bridgewater, I think it is, uh, he runs an AI, um, I can say measuring system to determine people's like to actually quantify people's moods and how they're speaking, all that stuff during meetings and in general. And it's, it's not anonymous. So he thought that to improve company culture, we need to create a, a consensus with everyone and be completely honest with each individual despite their, their, their hierarchy in the company. And it's really created, a, that's why they're the number one performing hedge fund in the country, uh, in the USA, uh, that is. So that it just shows you how profound that that mechanism has found itself. <laughs> did you onto. Say, sorry, did you say, sorry, Jonah, did you say hearsay? Oh, no, 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 that mechanism. Uh, no, I thought you said the word hearsay. It just oh, reminded yeah, me yeah. of this whole... <laughs> you say that, though. No, 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 no. I actually don't use oh, that. Okay. Really wrong. The reason I bring it up yeah. is because I, I'm sure you've seen on social media this whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard fucking case. She's like... Her lawyers, every time like they interject when Johnny Depp is saying something or vice versa, they, yes. they're like, no, that's hearsay. That's, that's hearsay. Okay. <laughs> so what does, it, what does it mean in context though? Like, like literal. That's just like, uh, yeah, I heard it from someone else kind of thing. Or you heard it from someone else or okay, you heard it from fine. the neighbor. Kind of. Hearsay. Yeah. Like, a, little, a little closer to the grapevine, but you know what uh, I mean? Like, I get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, it's like yeah, yeah. I heard you got. I, I heard you you fell and tripped the other day. Mm. <laughs> then you hurt yourself. But meanwhile, you, you actually fell and you just fell to. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. All right. I'm sure the people that are watching us now are probably like these guys don't actually know what the hell they're talking about. But it's, it's funny. <laughs> I'm actually gonna use it. So <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, like, I, like ultimately, the, the, the crypto, yeah, the crypto space is now like I think predicated on community, you know, in a in an intrinsic way. Um, so, taking ownership of of mistakes, even if it weren't yours, needs to happen. Um, just much like the lunar crash, it wasn't uh, Quan's fault, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's out there saying, "Hey guys, I'm going to rectify this." He has to. Otherwise, Oaks are gone. And they're going to be like, well, you know what? This Oak is an asshole. We don't trust this. Yeah. It's a bad leadership. And the crypto and, and Bitcoin and everything as a whole 
is epitomizing it. It's, it's, it's really putting people on the block. You know, if you want to go out there and create a crypto coin or an NFT company and launch and win things, you're going to need to go and be willing to put yourself on the block because people aren't going to trust a wallet address. They need to see a face. They need to see something. Who is behind this? And this is where um, people are coming. It's like, it's like an, a modern-day Olympics. That's just global <laughs> communities trying to compete for, for, for some form of, 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 I don't know, sovereignty in the future. And that's what it's going to be, dude. The, the, the big boys in crypto are going to be the future leaders. It's just how it, just because of the how the community is orchestrated in on the blockchain, that makes sense. So yeah, I, I think it's quite an interesting, quite an interesting thing how uh, Gary Vee treated it, but I do believe he did it, he did it right, whether, whether or not righteousness is what matters. Yeah, I mean, I think talking about leaders and guys that are controversial, I, I suppose, Without fail, you naturally also speak about Elon Musk. And naturally, again, the skeptic of this, this billionaire running the social media platform, which we spoke about before. But obviously now in the, the last two weeks, uh, there's this, specifically in the last two weeks, this has been this decline in NFTs, right? Or the demand for them. Or I would say that the sales have plummeted, I think that by like, 92%, but this is obviously cyclical, right? Like any other market, it goes through waves and troughs, waves and, or peaks and troughs, peaks and troughs. Right now, although it's in a trough, what may be seen out there, crypto included in this conversation, is that we all know the guys that know what they're doing, the serious boys now are the guys that are buying now. Yeah, yeah. And Definitely, and they're just gonna go. Those guys, the media again, will try to do this because even in that article that I read about that chick, she's like saying that Gary Vee is gonna ruin a generation of of people because he's saying you need to work hard for the, for your first ten years out of high school to create this career to be successful. He's not fucking wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you have to work hard. And she's like, no, you can work smarter and harder. Yes, we all know that, but it's easier said than done. Hard work, I believe, gets you to the point where you can allow yourself to now, or allow yourself or provide yourself the freedom to actually now work smart as opposed to working hard. Because if you're going to tell yourself, I'm going to work smart, 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 not everyone can do that, dude. That's not possible. Exactly. Not everyone is a genius. Not, not everyone is an Elon Musk or Jobs or a Zuckerberg, like all these idiots that we all refer to. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, they're, they're the stereotypical guys. Like, I'd rather talk about. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, Jonah, yes, yes. your camera's gone out, but I'll continue. But what I was saying is, with with this whole thing that, yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying, with this whole thing that, like, he's he's changing this whole populace. So, so do do people think the same about Elon Musk? And obviously, by purchasing Twitter, now he has the ability to. Effectively speak his mind without being actually closed up. And like he had come out, I think this week and was saying, I think he made a tweet. He was saying like, I don't know, dot, dot, dot. Seems kind of fungible. <laughs> and what he had done is he had a collage, as his, a collage of the board apes as his NFT, I mean, as his profile picture on, yes, yes. on Twitter. And obviously like, I think, 
Elon Musk being Elon Musk, our understanding to be is he's playing a lot of mind games, which he's always done. So, like, I think people just see NFTs right now and the failure of NFTs or this collapse of what they assume it is. The media assumes the everyday person that doesn't know anything about NFTs that will call an NFT just, oh, it's just a JPEG file, it's just a picture. Mm-hmm. Those kind of people all be happy and rejoicing. Mm-hmm. But I think like Elon Musk is in this kind of thing is kind of taking the piss because he knows, like we spoke about in last week's episode, is that yes, people are putting money into NFTs, but not these board app guys and all these big communities, they're building communities of really wealthy people mm-hmm. and significant cool people. Mm-hmm. And the value of the NFT is not the NFT itself, it's this community in which we have unique and exclusive access to. And I think he, Elon Musk maybe knows that and he's taking the personal, he maybe truly believes this. But I do obviously now think that you're going to have this individual Elon Musk on one side and the individual on the other side with Gary Vee with conflicting opinion potentially. How cool would that be to see a conversation between those two on this topic, dude? Imagine you can yeah. facilitate something like that. That would be very interesting. That would be very interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it could be controversial and it would be difficult to exit or like get. Um, done it's possible and interesting um something i actually wanted to chat on was this 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 idea of of arbitrage because that's ultimately what um gary v's main should i say expertise is in his business endeavors is arbitrage and if you look at it uh that's essentially what a non-fungible token is is your ability to arbitrage so arbitrage is just uh, collectibles is just a facet of of arbitrage it's a it's a, a quite a prevalent thing everything's arbitrage so buying a mac is because i can sell the mac again so for that mac to be an nft makes sense so there's never gonna be a decline in the nft market ever they might be in the collectibles, which is the JPEGs. But that's just because how big is that industry? Like theoretically, if you were to go and look at the baseball cards and, and just all that Superman's and comics. That's such, it, a good, that's such a good yeah. point, dude. It's just everyone that, that everyone buying, and everyone's yeah. buying art to ask because they, they know they can sell it on. I get it. Yeah. But yeah. I think you made a very good point, which will speak to sustainability of these art kind of nfts because yeah. nfts can be fan tokens you can be buying into a sporting team into an individual into an artist you can be buying albums yeah. so the idea of nfts is inevitably going to change and that will start gaining traction again yeah. but people are just seeing the natural, the natural the, these artworks these 3ds these 2ds what people can post on sports finder was the initial thing and they mm-hmm. will always hold their value but the value for NFT is going to far exceed just the current art assets now. Yeah, it's going to allow you to get fan tokens. Definitely. That's what Elon Musk and, uh, Yeah, and this is what I'm saying is, like we spoke about before with mm-hmm. Twitter, how they're going to integrate that with NFTs. I can tell you now, he will fo- inevitably follow that path because, mm-hmm. because I believe Elon Musk probably does truly believe that about the board apes and stuff, but he sees yeah. the value beyond what everyone else sees. He mm. knows this is going to be something bigger than what it is. Definitely. And the true value is the blockchain and the technology stack behind mm. it. 
And what you can do with these non-fungible assets is going to be out of this world, I believe, dude. The ability yeah. that you're going to have with you're going to have an NST which can give you access to any um, airport lounge, for example, or yeah. fly miles. Everything's just yeah. going to go into something that's non-fungible because eventually there's that sell-on value. Yes. And then you start now extracting more value than you would if you didn't have this non-fungible token. Definitely. And if you look at, if you were to compare the, the, the I don't know how true this is, but I heard this from an accountant. He said that uh, the deal is, is, is mandated on the fact with the Elon Musk deal with Twitter is if he can figure, if they can figure out how to, to nullify the, the bots or the spam accounts. So I don't know how true that is. So this 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 deal can still be revoked in the future were that to not be the case. But did you see the, what percentage? Sorry, John. Did you see what percentage? Decline. No, no. What I'm saying is, when I read something today, I read in a few things, a few articles, um, reputable ones. They were effectively saying, or that Elon Musk supposedly or allegedly came out and said that he believes that. 90% of Twitter users are bots. Yes. And almost alluding to that half of his following are bots, if not more, right? Yes. Mad, dude. So and Twitter, this... before, he, before this became a private company, was saying it was only 5%. So now... My man, that, that opens up a whole different can of worms, dude. It does. It does. And this is why putting users onto the blockchain and, and creating NFTs will allow uh, the computational uh, model to be able to pick up the spam accounts. The blockchain will be able to compute that if, if, if people are, are incrementally posting certain things and it'll be easier to, to, to execute that, that model. But unfortunately, it's not on there. And perhaps they're trying to see how they 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 bridge people over onto that space and by that very nature the people that make that move are usually not bots if that makes sense it'll be a, a self-authenticated process that you need a wallet so for you to actually this is just a theory dude like or not even just an idea that they may or may not do but um, migrate the Twitter user onto the blockchain. And that is now uh, an authenticated person, let's say. Because um, you can't go and create various wallets and then go and add various, it's just gonna, not going to happen. So I think that's, that's yeah. a way to solve that. It's just uh, uh, bad. I don't know how they're going to do that. That's perhaps what they're working on. I'm trying to see how they can compute spam accounts on Web2. Who knows? But nonetheless, uh, uh, I do see the, the average user in social media being um, participating through their wallet. That's definitely going to happen. Um, but yeah, yeah back, I think to, back to the thing with, with the arbitrage. Now, for instance, like this is where, where the, I tried to link it with Twitter was with the spam accounts. Like for instance, Companies will be or would like to know that their, their their products or things come to an end. For instance, there's a lifeline. So if this cell phone were to be a, a, an NFT, you'll eventually know when it 
dies or breaks. Let's, let's put it that way. So there, that timeline or that phone now ends on the blockchain and can get eradicated. So to, 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 to store data through NFTs is going to be the future. Because you like find my iPhone will be <laughs> much more easier if it was linked as an NFT. You know, you can literally just turn off the phone as, as your own user. Don't even need to rely on Vodacom or uh, uh, AT&T or whatever. That makes sense. I love, I love that you thought of the American one at least. <laughs> I'm impressed. At least you knew it. <laughs> and Verizon. <laughs> no, it's just crazy talking about those guys, dude. Which I still find it so funny. Obviously, coming from South Africa, where advertising... It's only really killing a brand or a specific person, typically if it's a political individual, political party, or something that's gone on with the whole country finds out about it. And you'll get Nando's maybe thrown in a cheeky advert like that's more relevant to what's currently happening that day. Yes, but yes. you very rarely get brands talking about other brands, because I don't think you can. There's obviously that, that law in South Africa that prohibits yes, that. Yes, yes. And, um, in the US, it's a lot, dude. So, like, when you see AT and T and Verizon, they're like, "Yeah, Verizon has this many more towers than AT and T across the United States." And like they yes. mentioned AT and T, right? Yes. And I'm just like, for me, it's mm. such a weak mentality, man. Mm. Because mm. why I say that? It's like, and I'm gonna go take a step back, then I'll, I'll take two steps forward, and yes, yes. it kind of built up to what I'm trying to say is that. I remember when the, the national government elections were happening in South Africa. And for the people that are watching that don't know is that there's two main political parties. It's the ANC, which was Nelson Mandela's party that he had um, been president for uh, after his imprisonment. And then um, when an apartheid had finished and there's the DA, the Democratic Alliance. And these two parties typically go head to head. And I remember when I was living in Cape Town and up until the elections, they have posters and sideboards outside on the roads. Mm -hmm. And the one DA board was saying, um, like, don't vote for the ANC. <laughs> uh, why would you use your own board to communicate that message, right? Uh, like uh, trying to ridicule the, the ANC in a way. I don't think it was that message. There was something along yeah. those lines. Like, yes, yes. Um, don't vote for the corrupt ANC kind of stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, what it shows me is that you don't, first of all, have the ability to back yourself. You're trying to find exactly nicks in their armor. Yes. And a lot of people that are watching this also know that something similar kind of happened on a lot more serious scale with the, the Russians, and, I mean, with the Trump and Biden um, presidential elections, but we won't get into that. <laughs> but my point is, <laughs> my, my point is that I, I I still find it so interesting that the the way that people perceive these kind of things is so completely distorted, man. So distorted. It's always like that, dude. And um, it's because of these 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 campaigns, these marketing agencies and companies that prime individuals to think a certain way, um, to 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 belittle the the competitor is I think, like you mentioned, a pretty shitty strategy. Like, why not uplift them? Say, yeah. hey, vote for ANC because we are doing our thing. You know, imagine how that could turn out. The thing is that, speaking about NFTs, is that I've seen this 
probably far less than any other movement where NFT, so guys are just trying to collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. And I haven't seen much of like, which is probably is happening in the actual groups and the discourse mm-hmm. that these guys are doing this. And, but I'm saying like in face value, I don't really see it. And maybe I, I'm, I'm mistaken, but I do think it's a, a weak form of a strategy for an organization to try generate and build a customer base. Yes. So having said that, Jono, we've come to the end for the, the episode. I want to thank you again. Any closing remarks for the, for the audience? Do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> Do your own research. Yeah, that's, that's actually a very good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's actually very funny. Yeah, I oh, suppose okay. living in the United States, you can easily be just um, sued for that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah everyone, thanks again. <laughs> Please like, share, and subscribe. Another great episode under the belt. Please look out for next week's episode, and we carry on. Take care. Sweet, Jono. Love. Ciao.